Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Where the payback? When he's sticking you and taking all your money. Give me the loop. Give me the loop. Give me the loop. Give me the loop. Boy, Michael, you uh, you busting loose today. It is burgundy and gold today. Scott Jackson uh, has a, what do you call it, grooming session? Or what, what do you call it when guys go in and get the facial, the mani-pedi, the whole nine yards? Um, it's like a self-care day? A self, there you go. He's got a self-care day. And, uh, and Linnell Willingham. Hopefully somewhere in one of those plastic sweatsuits uh, on a treadmill. That's that's what we hope for. 301-230-0980 is the number. Bobby Bethard um, in his life in reflection as we celebrate uh, a world-class performer. And to do, I mean, we talk about, there's so much goat talk. I think just to be in the conversation of goat talk is is royalty um i don't know who is but i know this they can't have that conversation without mentioning bobby bethard there's just no way you can three different teams all making it to the super bowl you know how hard it is to get to one and it's no surprise to me that on the only team to ever win every game in the history of this league he was a part of it so we talk about the legacies, and then you judge parents by their children and what they accomplish and what they do in the manner in which they do it. Charlie Castley started with Bobby Bethard, and Charlie Castley will tell you he was scouting. He was wherever they weren't, he was. And he ends up being the top, amongst the top of his class and building a football franchise. I mean, this doesn't happen by accident. And so this is a man that I'm honored to say he was a friend and to have been associated with him uh, was quite an honor. We go to Texas, home of the <laughs> – I can't – I got to stop laughing every time I say Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys. But you got to admit, it, comedy how, c- couldn't come up with better material than they present us on a regular basis. Toothpick in Texas, what's up? What's good, Doc? Thank you for taking my call. My man. So, 
Doc, first thing I got to say is, man, I love how you said this. You didn't say we're going to mourn Charlie Cassidy. You said we're going to celebrate, celebrate Charlie Cassidy. Yeah. And that's exactly what we need to do. Yeah, Bobby Beathard. Uh, my dad called Charlie. I'm sorry. That's, I said Charlie Cassidy. Yeah. I, I meant Bobby Beathard. Mm-hmm. My dad called Bobby the architect. Mm-hmm. Right. My, my dad related them to things and, and, and to people in terms like that. It's like the foundation of what Mr. Cook wanted done. Like we all know that Mr. Cook would tell Joe, I'm going to go spend some more money. You get me a Super Bowl. Well, well, Bobby and Joe had to work together to do this thing to keep putting out great teams and finding the best players so that the chef could cook. That's, you know, the OCs, the DCs, so those guys could cook. But who got the groceries? It was Bobby and his staff that went out time and time and time again, stayed up late nights driving back and forth to provide the best possible groceries so that we could be in the playoffs and contending for a Super Bowl every year. And if you don't think that that's tireless work and you're missing your family and things like that, Man, nothing but the best salutes for Bobby, his family, prayers up for them. I mean, he touched the lives of so many people. It's just amazing, man. Um, 86 years, you know, a great life, a great life, 86 years, man. But thank you, Doc, for for taking this moment to salute Bobby and and all of his accomplishments. And it's not a sad day. It's not a sad day because the one thing we do know is he's in no more pain. And he's not feeling nothing but happiness now for the things that he accomplished in his life. So it's a great day for Bobby. Thank, thank you, Doc. Thank you, Pick. Talk to you tonight. Yeah, it's um, all right. It's amazing to honor someone and look at that run. And it just happens to be in this particular time period and what we're going through. And you know, heck, it's been it's been worse. It has been worse, but things have uh, definitely picked up. We appreciate that call, and we do look forward to hearing from guys that he selected, like downtown Charlie Brown and um, in the next hour, as well as Mark Rippon. And, I mean, the guy just, I mean, he got his hand on it. You know, Mark Rippon, Charlie Brown. It just sounds like <clears throat> we're just doing mentioning an all-star game or an all-star team, but that's what he pulled off. 301-230-980 is the number. Let's go to the district. Lou, welcome home. DOC, man. What's going on, boss? How you doing? Hey, man, chopping wood. Actually enjoying being able to just have some great memories. Talk about those endorphins. You get them running again, thinking about the good times and, and the struggles. I mean, we went through struggles. I mean, we went 0-5. In 81 with Coach, we flipped it. Bobby's a part of all of that. I mean, just – I guess if you're old enough and guys that are older and guys and gals in our area that experienced George Allen and how George was unique and how he boatloaded picks, gave him away. He went with veterans, the over-the-hill gang, and they made it to the Super Bowl. Guess who they played against? Bobby Beathard's Miami Dolphins. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's no coincidence, man. And it's just, it's good. Some organizations have no bright moments. We've had a lot of them. Now, we want more, and we want them now. But at least I feel much better today 
reflecting on this, understanding that, you know what? We we got some talent. We got some talent. We 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 but we gotta get it right. And maybe hopefully, um, you know, if Ron is on the West Coast in the interview process, if our staff is down doing their due diligence, the senior bowl, um, or wherever they gotta be, as Belichick made famous, do your job. Go find us nuggets. Not talking about the first pick in the draw. I'm talking about give me some six, seven, three, eight, by any means possible. Get me some players so that we can win again. I'm totally with you, man. Um, yeah, like, you know, two picks say, man, he, you know, couldn't be said any better. You know, I wish I was a little older to understand and, you know, to, to have those moments and, you know, the glory days, but uh, it is what it is. And, you know, Bobby, you know, to his family, I want to show my love and respect, my condolence to them. And, um, you know, uh, you know, you guys play, I mean, played for him and, you know, uh, it's tough, tough time, but you know, it's, it's life, you know, we are, we all going to have to go. And, um, like you said, we knocking on the door and, you know, hopefully this new owner comes in and, you know, build up, uh, what were you guys laid a foundation, you know, cause the last 20 plus years, you know, they try to try, but ain't working. So if it ain't working, you got to move on and, and try to, you know, try to rebuild it. And I think we're in that process. And I, I hope, you know, that the future is, uh, a whole lot brighter than it was maybe like a year or two years ago when we used to call and, you know, talk to you guys about it because it was just, it was just dark. And, you know, I mean, you know, it is what it is. And um, like like I said, uh, I had to call in because I heard you on the radio, Doc. I mean, you was calling us out, so I had to call in even though I'm at work. Oh, absolutely. But it is what it is. When D- DOC call, you got to respond. Hey, and, you know, I'm one of those little puppies, you know. It's like that bat signal, man. When you're a canine, you look up in the sky and you see it formed up there, calling all canines. They come out. I mean, oh, you got to have the ability to do that on demand, and I appreciate you. Thank you, Luke. We're running now. 301-230-0980 is the number. And uh, Eminem, let's go to line two. Alan, welcome. What's up, Doc? This your main man, hey, bo- Bones. Hey, Bones. Man. How you doing, man? What's uh, up, Mike? Eminem? Good, man. We just putting that spotlight on and really celebrating the life of a guy that was all in to burgundy and gold. Man, you know what, Doc? You ain't never lied, man. You know, man, Bobby Beppert, man, was the first time that I got hip to what a general manager was. You know, before that, I didn't know anything about no general manager and all that type of stuff, man. You know, but Bobby Beppert, man, you know, he put the GM and General Manor, man, and Bobby Beppert was real smooth with it, too, you know? <laughs> and I'm saying Bobby Beppert was the reason why a lot of General managers now getting a lot of attention because Bobby Beppert, he the one brought the punk into town, Doc Walker. I'm trying to tell these people, man, Bobby Beppert set the tone, man. I'm telling you, man. And you know what, man? I'm going to miss that brother, man. A condolences to his family, man, you know? And may he rest in peace, man. You Appreciate know, in paradise. Thanks Love for that. taking my call. Thank you, man. I have a good one. You peace. too. Doing it the burgundy and gold style. Uh, Gaithersburg is our next stop. Let's go to Dean. Dean, welcome to the program. What's happening, Doc? Yeah, always got to give a shout out whenever you, you bring a, a, a old school legend like Mr. Beffitt uh, back. But to, 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 to flip it to where we're at today, um, 
Ron mm-hmm. is building us through character. And if you look at Bobby Beathard, he built us through character also by the, the draft picks. Washington team was high, high, high character guys, regardless of how good they ended up playing. The, all, you can look at all those 80s guys other than maybe a little bit dysfunctional with, with Dexter, but uh, all those guys, high character guys, to, to this day. And that's the way Ron is starting to build us up today. They're starting to build us through the character the character window and what's helping us out with Ron is the fact that Ron plays football. So therefore he can kind of get the talent that we need. The great thing with Bobby Bethard is the fact that he was a people's person. He was kind of like Ozzie Newsom was with the Ravens uh, opening up the Ravens. You know, that's the Ravens should give, you know, hats off to uh, Ozzie um, on on getting their organization up and going. And it, it transpired, same way with uh with uh with Charlie Cassidy. You know, Charlie Cassidy ended up taking over um what uh the same the same way he did with, with us and then he went to um with that Texan, the Houstons. Yep, did the Texas. same exact yeah, he built thing. He, he built did, it. You know, built it. Did you say, built, no, it. built it, built yep. it, built it. You know, again that's what I'm saying. Bobby Beathard did that through character and that's kinda what Ron is doing here with us. And I'm hoping that it could it could transpire, you know, um, you know, again, like I said, uh, my, my heart goes out to everybody that, that went through that whole pro- that whole process, you know, uh, you know, through the 80s that know who Bobby Bethel was, and who Dave Butts was, and all the great guys of that, that era, you know, and again, always a good shout out to you, Doc, because you keep it, you keep us, you keep us uh, grounded here and keep us alive as far as those fans are concerned so we always appreciate you doc well we gotta get um, new new memories and what we're here now is to lead and getting this group to the promised land appreciate you call we're getting we're getting close buddy yeah yeah we gotta get there man we got close all right we daggone sure did i keep reflecting back to that those moments we had on these on these victory mondays man that was good it was um and you were eight years old. God, it's amazing. Amazing. It was like, like you said, like four or five weeks in a row. We were, we were cooking there for a second. Yeah, we had a minute. <laughs> As the young folks say, we sure did. But uh, it dwindled away. And now we get back into it. We can um, question off the beat about the Denver Broncos who are, they're disappointed. They've got a riches of talent. They went out and got Russell Wilson. We attempted to. Based on how he played, I'm glad that didn't work out. But it didn't work out for us the way, the way we went either. And you, you just want to get it fixed, but the amount of value that Russ, they've given up. And then to get a new coach, and they gave up the King's Army once again. Um, what's your gut tell you? So do you think, like, Sean must look at that Denver Broncos situation and Russell Wilson and think he still has potential to, you know, turn him back into the quarterback he was? Is that what you think? Or I think he did it with, with – uh, I, I, I think he could do it with you or me. I, I really – I mean, it would be great for their cap if Russ would actually get it done because then you'd have to go out. But it's about developing. Shanahan, did he look nervous when he had that kid at quarter? Not at all. Because he understood how to bend the program in a way to help him. 
Joe Gibbs, the master of it, he can you you have to be able to adapt your talent. The Philadelphia Eagles. They had Carson Wentz. They they morphed, they drafted this kid with Carson. Completely different guy. You adapt. They conform. The player puts in the commitment. You make it work. What you can't afford to do is waste a great O-line and D-line. What does Philly have? O-line, D-line. You know, and I know it makes, yeah, they've got some beast at receiver. The Tennessee Titans lost a wide receiver and could not elevate over mediocrity with the baddest man in the league at his position at running back. It didn't matter. They lost A.J., Tennessee Titans, and they and if Luan, their left tackle, went down. You know, you have to build a program that can sustain losses. The Bengals, I mentioned that in the first hour, they have a Hall of Fame type, a talent, in my opinion, at quarterback. And they went outlet mall on getting offensive linemen to help protect him. It worked for a minute. Then got a couple guys break down. No, dog, you guys got to go Versace. You got to go and get the – you have got to protect this guy. If you protect him with the talent they have now. Now, what there. do you think about teams drafting quarterbacks out of college and then taking um, you know, their accomplice right after in the next draft? Like how the Bengals got – Joe Burrow, and then Jamar Chase in the next draft. The year after, the Jaguars got Trevor Lawrence and then Etienne, who was his running back at Clemson. Like, Do you think that's like the new wave to success? I don't know if you have to play with him. He's just got to have talent. You know, you, you, that, that same school thing, because you're not running the same offense. Be different if you get in their coordinator or whatever. You know, like, they're not doing that. You have just got – but I'm talking O-line, D-line. You, right now, if you look at Kansas City – the way they elevated that D-line, they literally beat the kid up. I mean, that's what happens. What determines the outcome in this? It's a heavyweight bout. Can your quarterback take body shots and survive the, the bout? Because the opposition's goal is to knock you out of the game, get rid of you, and get the backup in. That's everybody's goal. Now, you can't say it in those terms. Greg Williams illustrated that when he was with New Orleans. It cost him some money and a job. But all they're doing is lying to you because I've never been in a meeting or heard anybody say anything other than that, ever. You just get to the head of the snake any way possible, legally. I'm not saying do it cheap, no. And I hate it when they go for the knees and go, no, 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 I'm not, we don't need that. We want to bust you right in your chest, you know, and, and the end of the game. I mean, so – if 49ers chose to put a tight end on a premier pass rusher, they're not the only people that tried it. Most people get burned because a any premium pass rusher would be insulted if you put a tight end on them. And if they don't beat you, then they are showing right now that somebody overpaid you. So I say the same thing about our guys. We had premium pass rushers, too. They put a tight end on you. I expect you to get home. I expect you to get home. What happens is that the play you saw with Deron Payne, people say, oh, it's the bag year, and he elevated his, his game. I go, look, Nitwits, give Coach Z some credit. 
give Ryan Kerrigan some credit. Give Jack Del Rio some credit. What did he not have the year before that he had this year? Those three people. Give Rivera credit. He fired a friend. D-line coach wasn't getting it done. And I don't want Deron Payne to be described as a bank robber. No, they improved their coaching staff. And the young man understood. You expect him not to give it all, but he was always giving it all. It's a game of technique. No matter how talented Chase Young is, it don't matter unless till he masters the ability to engage and disgage and get hit. The, what In college, he overpowered people. You ain't overpowering people in this league like that. So as he develops his repertoire, then greatness is ahead of him because he's got work ethic. He's not lazy. He wants to be great, and that's all it takes. Quick break. We come back. Don't forget, I mean, we're just getting started. We're not done. Just talk to Mac the Sack McGee. Be with us tomorrow, as well as Bobby Bethard's first first-round pick, the great Daryl Green. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now with the mlb app you can get baseball your way pick your favorite team your favorite players and get customized highlights stories and breaking news right on your home feed Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Yeah. Clear enough for you. All right. <laughs> yeah. 
look mad. Y'all supposed to be happy on the street. Y'all remember like y'all wanted me to stay in jail. If Bobby Beathard had been in the music business, Golden Globes, they, he would have had a reserved seat. You know, finding, selecting, and producing the very best. And one of his offspring joins us now, who just happened to be a Super Bowl MVP. Mark Rippon joins us now. Mark, thank you for coming off the links. And because uh, I know what you're doing, I know what you're doing. I am grandkid. I'm with the grandkids now. That's, oh, good that, deal. That, that's a that's my new links that I'm playing. And, 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 bef- awesome, and before we go, awesome. remind me, we give a shout out to the Mickey Steel Golf Tournament upcoming. I want you to be able to blast that and put it out. One of the premier golf tournaments in the region annually, and we want to mention that when the Bethard deal. I mean, to be selected by Bobby. Do you remember? What it was like the be ever from the beginning of getting the call and just understanding who had selected you and why. Well, first and foremost, I mean, he may be arguably one of the best uh, executives in in pro football. I mean, what he did for not only us but the Dolphins and and his career, uh, San Diego, and he just had an eye and a and a sense of of a type of a, a player or, or uh, what kind of product he wanted out there. And it was always, a, as you, as you are well aware, you know, I mean, this days in the early eighties when you were there, doc, and mm-hmm. all the way to when I left in 91, 92, those are all his, his guys. And to hear the news yesterday, I mean, first and foremost, I, I, I don't, I don't think I ever recall Bobby Beathard, not in, his Saucony shoes, his yep. shorts, yep. and his jogging top, you yep. know. Yep. And he was always, you know, uh, just such a such a, a a great force for a small guy. He was just such a great force for our the Redskin organization at the time. And uh, he'll definitely be missed. I mean, his sons are your great ball players. One of the sons, I think, is still playing, or grandson is still playing, you mm-hmm. know. And yep. and uh, I think that uh, you know he just kind of exemplified what it was to be a redskin and what it was to to be a part of what Joe Gibbs and him together wanted to accomplish and and then to do it uh on Sundays and bring that product to our fans in Washington DC he will be greatly missed and it's just uh, was a gift to to be around and a wonderful human being interesting when you and now that you've you know been around this league and you you've been around sports you understand business when we say Jim Rat you would think it would apply to everybody in the business but it doesn't no, <laughs> to, to, Bob, to Bobby Beathard, it did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. before before we were up, I think he already had ten miles in running. You That's know, right. before we even rose for a cup of coffee, and uh, he just uh, he yeah he did he epitomized what it was to be a gym rat and loved being around uh, athletes and sports and and uh, just showed the you know the intensity that he had in his world of of, of running and and being competitive. Uh, you know, he was world class athlete when it came to marathons and things of that nature he just uh you know he just wanted the best and and he also saw the best in in most individuals and i mean you look at your class doc and the guys that uh you know the jacobis who were undrafted for agents and uh russ Grimm, you know going i think in the third round you know may dog and didier i think going in the sixth and and you were what what round were you in in the fourth fourth round yeah Yeah, i mean i'm here because of him yeah, the, and and we're all here because of him, you know. And then to pass that torch on to Charlie and and uh, you know it was a pretty pretty easy baton pass and um, and then to go on to San Diego and do great things there. And I, I remember even going to San Diego when 
he was there saying, Hey, Rip, is there anything you can do for, for our guy, you know, Ryan leaf, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and I think that, uh, you know, Bobby was just always wanting to get the best out of every guy. And I think he also had a guy in mind when, when he went out looking for, for players and there's character guys that he got. And obviously he got a lot of great character guys, you know, and, and including yourself, doc, that just, uh, fit into a, a puzzle that was, it wasn't a complex puzzle, it was a puzzle that they had, Joe and him had in mind, and it was just great to to see that all come together in fruition and, and win those world championships with different types of players and, and energies, and I think every time you look, I know that I look back on the photos from the, when I first got there with you in 85 and 86, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to the Super Bowl team with, you know, Alvin Walton and those guys, yeah, and just moving on to Reggie Branch, and yeah. Terry Orr and John Brandis, the Smurfs, the Posse. I mean, uh, gosh, it was just, 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 you go back in history and think, wow, what, what a team, what, what, what those teams were. And then to think that there was an engineer behind the guy that behind the scenes that was moving these chess pieces. And that was uh, Bobby Beathard. You know, when I wonder when you watch the championship games, what goes through your mind if you have just take the Eagles and the Niners? Here, young Purdy was out there as a rookie who had been undefeated and was going well. And I wonder, do you flash back? Because the championship game, to me, I, I felt like it has a little bit more, even more pressure than the Super Bowl because if you don't win it, you don't get to go to the Super Bowl. Those championship games are huge. Let's wonder what your reflection was off watching both of those games. Well, I mean, first, I mean, I was – privy to a fact that as is, uh, you know, Brock Purdy, that that organization had been there before. Mm-hmm. You know, they knew what it, what it was like, knew what it took. Uh, when I finally got my opportunity and my chance, mm-hmm. I mean, the bar was already so high, <laughs> you know, and anything less than winning that NFC championship game was like, I mean, the, the people are coming down on you and rightly so, you know, they had a lot of success. And, yeah. and I think, uh, I think you were 80, 86 when Jay took us to the, NFC Championship game, you know, yeah. the windy game in in uh, in New York. And, that hurt. That still hurts me. Yeah, watching you know, it. I mean, I was covering it, but but it just the pain of that was really. You can the wind was swirling. That's not why we didn't win, but just the idea of coming up short and then showing that resilience that that team, those teams showed by bouncing right back. You know, well, the resilience finishing. of bouncing right back the following year, mm-hmm. you know, and also staying together, you know, that was yep. a strike year. And that was a That's year right. where, you know, there's 25 guys that are replacement guys went in to get played Dallas, beat them in Dallas, you know. And, Unbelievable. But that's the character that Bobby Beathard and Joe Gibbs had as individuals, both of them, because they said, listen, you guys go out, you guys do what's right for your, your, your collective bargaining agreement, what you feel is right. And when you come back, you're all going to come back. And and they wanted us all to be out and they wanted us all to come back. When we came back, our jobs were still intact, which was, you know, you, you got to look. And they, they kept a few guys, but in all honesty, you didn't know if you were going to get your, yeah. if you were going to be We went through the same thing in 82. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 82, we went through exactly. it, trust me. Yeah, in so seven weeks. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. that was that was frightening. No checks whatsoever. But their, but their word, their word meant something, and they stuck to their word, and that uh, just tells the character of, of Bobby and, and obviously Joe, and um, you know, and then and, and the group of guys. So, and then come back and do what we did, and, and Doug did what he did, what he did, 
did in the Super Bowl was pretty pretty amazing. I just it was just a couple of days ago. I mean, the, the highlights were yeah. yesterday. Yeah, it yesterday, sure was. Yeah, yeah, yep. And yeah. I, the highlights and the thirty-five, and the amazing. Yep, yep. It was thirty-five points. We hung on them in the second quarter, and uh, yeah, quite 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 amazing group of guys, you know. And but it was you know it was that orchestrator and and that guy is Bobby Bethard, and you got to you know it's up to his family and prayers, thoughts and prayers to his family and and close friends. Uh, he lived a great life and. And uh, he will always be in our minds in Washington uh, for the Redskins and Commanders now, uh, one of the biggest principles of those uh, championship teams. Well, before I ask you about your Super Bowl picks, or who you like, just want people to understand that they'll be able to see. Are you planning on being at the poker tournament Thursday night to 19th? That's right, in May. Third week in May, and I'll be there at uh, the Crab Shack. on the, <clears> Fisherman's know, Inn, that's right. Yep. Yes. And they do a great job, and we're so grateful for them and appreciate you plugging them. And, of course, Tom O'Farrell, you know, has, has, has got the phone Bulldog. out. I call first. him Bulldog O'Farrell. Oh, yeah. First Bull- of January, you know, getting <laughs> getting everyone all jacked up. But, yeah, it's great. I mean, I, yeah. I really – and it's really good to see the guys. It's good to be part of the, mm-hmm. the hog celebration when you were there, Doc, seeing mm-hmm. you and just hearing those stories and, and all that. And uh, just to get the guys to come back. And the amount of guys that do come back is, you know, just it just gives – Gives you your hair stands up and the chills because you know those guys meant a lot to us in our lives and yeah and also to our community keep keep raising money and doing good things for the Special Olympics and in our foundation your that foundation was, uh, yeah yeah so yeah we appreciate that and we appreciate Queenstown for giving us that golf course and letting us go out there and all the debauchery and fun that we have during that uh, week is is well worth it and just look forward to that every, each and every year yeah a lot Rod Langway always highlight for me is seeing the captain. And Rod Langway, you know, and Zim, all these guys. No, it really is a premier deal, and we appreciate that and all that you bring to the table. Who do you like on Super Sunday? Well, I'm an NFC East guy, so I mean, okay. it's just uh, great. Two great quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jalen Hurts. I think the world of him. My daughter went to Alabama, you know, and for mm-hmm. him to overcome the, the obstacles that he had that to overcome, tough. and that was tough. And then to to move on and, and do it in Oklahoma, and then. You know, go through his uh, you know freshman year in the NFL, and everyone wondering if this guy is a real deal. And we see each and every week that he puts a uniform on. No, not only is he a real deal, he carries himself with class, and both these guys do. And uh, Patrick Mahomes just ceases to amaze me when he just plays football. You know, it's so fun to watch and and interesting. But I, you know, I'm an NFC East guy, and and uh, I got to stick with our guns and. Um, unless it was the Cowboys, of course. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was about to say, really? Oh, and uh, I like to say that too. But I, I got to be honest with you; couldn't let it go. Yeah. All the best yeah. to the family, man. Can't wait to swing, see you swing that club with that sweet stroke that you oh, displayed. We'll be talking before then, Rip. We'll oh, find a way buddy. to get a hold of you around the draft time, so we can. Yeah, get you gonna be out, are you going to be out Super Bowl week next week? No, I don't think so. Not unless they decide. After hearing how great this show is right now and saying, why don't we take that to Vegas? <laughs> Let's just take it. Out to Seattle, to Arizona. <laughs> I am available yeah. if needed. Have yeah, a good one, Rip. Well, thanks, Doc. All take right, man. God Bye. bless. Mark Rippon, as Coach Thompson would say, simply one of the best. And uh, it is, man, it's just great to be able to um, see the guys who get the most, who also give back the most. And Rip is just its amazing. And uh, Tom O'Farrell, just amazing. And the charitable effort, it's not just about having fun. It's about having fun to help benefit those in need. 
And that's truly that's what it's all about. And good to hear from Rip. Uh, Mac to Sack McGee tomorrow. That'll be a whole lot of fun. Because um, like me, I mean, Tony, that's Bethard. I mean, that's Bethard. And seeing a guy who was 100 when he got here, he could still run 4-5. I mean, amazing, freakish athlete, Bobby Bethard. I mean, all these people he brought in, Bobby Bethard. We can go on and on. Clarence Vaughn, Bobby Bethard. Guys that came in and got it got it done, man. It's just when you start going through the rosters and talking about the guys that that uh, that got it done, it really, really was incredible. And, of course, the old heads like myself and Jairus White, who um, <clears throat> I mentioned in the first hour, Jairus had him twice, had him in Miami. And then when Bobby was came here, he ended up, he got, Jairus was here. <clears throat> and guess what? We're in the Super Bowl playing the Dolphins, which had to be, um, and I actually talked to Bobby, you know, about that in one of our reunions. Because uh, you, if you go 17-0 and with a club, uh, you know, that's, that's branded in you. That's a tattoo. You know, that's a brand. You you that was tough. So great to hear it. Great to just talk about you know how much winning we've been discussing of me. So it's almost like we're going back doing a history lesson and people are going, Really? <clears throat> All that happened? Oh yeah. You guys were in the NFC championship? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean it's uh we're not making it up. And and that's the that's that is the beauty of it. Tom Brady's retirement, the GOAT. I, I was thinking, I was watching Tube a couple weeks ago, and on the logos on the net, the, the network had a GOAT. For Brady, I go, this dude, I mean, I watched Braun Braun the other night against the Knickerbockers, and uh, I hated that, that they did not play against the Nets. I told that load management as a fan, I just load managed them. I didn't watch the Knicks game. I taped it. I was protesting. I was protesting, so I load management them. I didn't watch it, but I did tape it. And I went back and going, how does this dude, he's 30. I mean, it's amazing. Tom, when you think about it and see the different photos of him winning all the Super Bowls, to make that commitment physically, Tom missed one one game, one season. Durability the guy, but again, like Bobby Bethard, where's my point? Fanatic. And not everybody's capable of being fanatical. I mean, it takes all strokes to make it go. Not everybody's fanatical. Not everybody's. But you blend it. But you got to be able to select it. Bobby's eye for talent. Picking guys from schools you may not have heard of. Doing the work. I was listening um, earlier today to the King. And Charlie Cassidy mentioned it. And he was also with the Junks. It's about the scouts were home for weekends. He understood the value of family. And he also, I mean, he sent people out and he, 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 he was inclusive. There's nothing worse than being a part of something and nobody listens to your input. They big shot you. I call that big shot you. Bobby, I mean, he made the decision as, as Charlie Cashley. Charlie underplays his game. Charlie had a hell of a job. None of that. You know why? Because he was following in Bobby Bethard's shoes and shadow. 
you know, and still he got the job done, man. And because he was built under the influence of Beathard, then he created his own intellectual skills that he has to the game. And, um, and you know, he's good because they pay him to be an expert to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? That shows you right there. Chaz is everywhere. I mean, and he's good at what he does. But it's also about he's not afraid to say, I don't like this guy, and here's why. Or I like this guy, and Bobby didn't big shot him. Asked his opinion, went with it. You know, that's how you build confidence or something. You know, it's like, (laughs) baby, why do I always have to mess with this kid? I do love him, though. Baby AI. You know, it's horrible selection of music. So, but so I don't let him pick it. But you, you know, I mean, that's the beauty about it: being able to go with your thing, you know, and get it. Also, I don't think I mentioned. Did you win last weekend for my picks? Yes. Yeah, I did. So I was hitting player props for Ching the most Ching. part. Forgive me for those the the wagering community around the universe. I got to give y'all make sure that you. Stay sharp. Oh, yeah. I took the Eagles, and then I uh, – unfortunately, I did take the Bengals, but I hit some player props in there. I had T. Higgins. Yeah, T. Higgins, yeah. T. Higgins, anytime touchdown, him mm-hmm. over uh, – I think it was three and a half catches and like 50 yards, and then I had every Travis Kelsey prop. They were talking about his back and how, you know, he might not be full go. In my opinion, I was like, if he's playing, he's going to ball out. So I did well with Travis Kelsey. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm doing some scouting for the Super Bowl. But, no, last week was a solid week gambling-wise. You know, I was looking at uh, on Twitter, and Dove, uh, I think it's uh, Kleiman. She's the wife of 49ers captain Fred Warner. And, you know, we've talked about this, <laughs> about when you go to Philly, you go on your own. If you wear colors in Philly, then you are taking, you're taking a risk. You're really taking a risk. She's at the game. Of course, the Eagles beat her husband's team. And she and I quote, I didn't feel safe. The F yours and shoving. And the quotes, I hope your plane crashes. I'm all about passion, but never again will um, she go to that stadium. Never again. Billy, man, the link, it's a reckless place. Yeah, but the, where's law enforcement? I mean, they actually seem like I think they're involved. They Well, first of all, they had a jail. I never understood this back in the 70s, 80s. I go, there's a jail here at the vet. Why? Now I know why. But when you build a jail, then you get encourage people to actually use, use it. And, 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 and you think I'm kidding. They had a jail at the stadium. And these people are, and I had a pretty good relationship with them, over my years on the sideline, because if not, a battery will find its way to you. And I'm telling you, man, I would interview them and get people on. I love the passion. Frightening to be at the black hole in Oakland. Walk around there and and not wear black. I dare you. I was all in all black when I did the Raider games. I ain't no fool. May sound dumb, look dumb, but ain't no fool. You get effed up on the sidelines. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll light the lamp up. 301-230-0980. Celebrities are now here at Team 980. I just saw Baby Huey and uh, Baby AI. Stay with us.
Not only did the Niners lose their quarterback, but their number one ranked defense, now they lost their captain. Ryan's now the head coach of the Houston Texans. Now there was word that in the final moments, Denver was still in the game, in the play. They went hard after D'Amico Ryan's as well. Former player, drafted and played with Houston, uh, made a couple of Pro Bowls there. Isn't it interesting that the 49ers defense will have produced two hit coaches now? You think of them as offense, but yet they've had they played well enough defense to get two guys elevated to head coaching jobs. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, I thought Vic Fangio just signed with Miami, but I know he's a former Niner during the days uh, maybe 15, 16. I could be wrong on that. It'll be the first time this year, so it could happen. It's going to happen eventually. No, you're right. Vangio signed as a defensive coordinator for the Dolphins. Okay, good. All right, so my streak is still alive, February 2nd. And um, so they take it seriously. They get it done. Now they got a lot of talent to work with. Don't kid me. But that Houston situation is interesting. Part of me says I would never have left Silicon Valley because I'm loaded. And they fixed the quarterback, but whatever. They're going to still be knocking on the door again next year. But the beat, when you go back to your alma mater, per se, the ownership would scare the hell out of me because they fire coaches every year. But I wonder – now, here's what he got. He locked into a six-year deal. That's smart. Six years, brother. Y'all want to do this? Pay me for five or four more years? And I can go play golf every day. I'll sign that. Where do I sign? But I got to believe that everything I've heard about him as I, I listen to his teammates, again, he's a crimson tide. You know how much winning from a culture standpoint that this guy has been indoctrinated with? He doesn't know how to lose. Yeah, I saw a stat. It was like in the last decade and a half that if you played at Alabama – from your freshman year to your senior year, you won a, a national championship at some point. Well, but, but my, but my point is that when you're trying to go from something that you don't want to be to something that you want to be, somebody's got to know how. It's a roadmap, and everybody talks a good game about, hey, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Here's what I want you to do, Slim. Win. In the meantime, if that means you adjusted the culture, good for you. If that means that you – Develop choir boys or, or thugs, that's your choice. I don't give a rat's manure. I want you to win games. Okay, I'm not creating the Vienna Choir. That's not my job. My job is I've got to develop 53 dogs that want to go hunt. This is what this is. This is a bloodhound, bloodhound exhibition. I'm so tired of people skirting the effort uh, issue don't tell me it's three years. To, no, no, no. Do you know how bad the Jacksonville situation was? You talk about toximity. It Was there a worse job on the planet than the Jacksonville Jaguars job? Yeah, it was, Houston. Okay, so Houston, okay, all right, I answered my own question, nitwit. Okay, so Jacksonville or Houston, which would you have wanted? That's a tough question. Probably, 
Uh, probably the Jacksonville, just because I feel like they had a more talented roster to deal with. And you had the chip. You had the ace. Your deck has an ace in it. They didn't have that. But choices. Now, Levy, uh, Cully, they did great jobs. I thought that the Panthers' job was handled admirably. Admirably. Steve Wilkes, who may end up being the 49ers coordinator, he's up interviewing for that now. When you can turn around a bad ship and write it, man, that's hard. That's like going upstream in a rowboat. But the guys did it. They were they were respectable, they were competitive, and they got close. This is going to sound crazy without a quarterback. They do have a second pick of the draft. Now, I don't know where you stand on this, whether you like the kid out of Alabama or not. Um, I go Ohio State if you ask me one of the two. And you may say, well, why would you do that? Well, size. All things being equal, I'm taking the guy 6'4 over the guy 6'1 every stinking time. And C.J. Stroud looked awesome against Georgia. No, that's the only time he did. See, I'm not a fan. I became a fan of C.J. Stroud against Georgia because he showed me something. See, Ohio State quarterbacks, you got to move. Wayne Wayne didn't run. He threw 50 touchdowns. It, it, because dude, <laughs> Haskins had a gun. He's also throwing to four pros. What the Buckeyes show you, they're going to roll out. Here's what If I'm recruiting for Ohio State, the quarterback, I go, hey, Slim, I'm going to make this very simple. You want to come here, I'm going to give you four, four ones to throw to. If that doesn't help you look good, then you don't have it. Or you can go somewhere else to have a key guy and he get hurt and then you're stuck with walk-ons. They're just spitting out ones like a printing machine. <laughs> I mean, it's stupid. And they're not in Miami. They're, they're at Ohio in the middle of Alaska. When them in Michigan can throw, I go, wow. Think about it. Ohio State is premier passing if they want to. They have dogs. But when they win it all, that quarterback becomes a threat. In today's game, I think the quarterback's ability to run is paramount. That's why I like our guy here. The gun, he got one. But can he get out of his shadow? Yes. Can he give me some RPO? Yes. He's got to have the threat of run. Then you got a chance. That gives you a chance if you have the threat of run. To me, that's my prerequisite for the quarterback situation. We go now. We attack the 2 o'clock hour. We take a break. Don't forget. We are going to be joined by downtown Charlie Brown, as we used to refer to him as CB. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 